0: High noon with George Hook. News talk
1: 106 to
0: 108. It's time now for the Hook Health Checkup. And of course, I'm joined by Dr. Kira Kelly. We look at your questions on any form of personal health. You can send a question to 53106, cost 30 cents. Kira, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, George. Something I don't understand, but tons of people get it migraine. Now, somebody's had it since last Tuesday. And they've had vomiting and all sorts of stuff. They've taken painkillers and stuff. What do you think?
1: Migraine is a particular type of headache. And we're going to talk very briefly about headaches because Some people think they have migraines and they have a different type. Migraines are usually unilateral, George. They're on one side of your head, not like on both sides of your head or in a tight band across your head or that kind of thing. They're often but not always associated with visual disturbance. People talk about an aura. So they see funny kind of shimmery things at the edge of their vision. Um, They can be associated with vomiting and nausea and all that kind of stuff. And they're quite debilitating. They're one of the worst forms of headaches. And people who suffer from them, rather... They get them repetitively with, with a certain degree of frequency. My relief and all are grand and, and, you know, they're okay. But if you're somebody who is suffering from really severe migraines, two things should happen. One is you should go and discuss with your doctor proper, possibly different types of treatment for your migraines so that you have something different to take at the time rather than relief. Nothing wrong with relief, but you may need something different or, or stronger. But the other thing is if you're somebody who's getting them this badly, or very frequently, we do have preventative tablets you can take on a daily kind of a basis to stop you from getting migraines. So people who get them really badly or really frequently probably should be on a daily tablet. But to can not get you them. fix
0: it, though? I mean, like this is, is usual yes chit-chat no, or no, get from no, 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 you. No. Like if you could fix it, people well, wouldn't do, be having well, migraines. You know, well,
1: well, you know what, we can manage it. But the other thing I would say to people to do, and it's always worth doing if you're a migraine sufferer, is keep a migraine diary. And what I mean by that is when you get your migraine is you write in, a, in on your phone or in a little notebook or whatever a couple of things. You write every single thing you've had to eat that day. Like everything. You don't forget about the oh, square of chocolate you had at work in between your elevenses or oh, whatever. Everything you've had to eat. You write what you're doing at the time and you write how you're feeling. So if you're stressed if you're tired, those things bring them on. If you, for a lot of people, caffeine, cheese, chocolate, red wine, things like that, bring them on. So there are things that contribute. I have
0: to say, there's a very uh, bad understanding of the correlation between diet and illness. Like for instance, a pal of mine had uh, very bad arthritis, like yeah, but he was eating chocolate. Three times a day, and like as soon as you went off chocolate, didn't yep. cure it. A lot, of, but it reduced the pain.
1: A lot of my patients who have nasty forms of arthritis, inflammatory forms of arthritis, like rheumatoid arthritis Swear to me, and I have no reason to disbelieve them. That, for example, when they eat things like tomatoes, their knees swell. Or or, you know, people do need who have chronic diseases to sometimes look at their lifestyle and sometimes kind of keep a check on what they're doing and what they're eating and all that kind of stuff. Because you're exactly right; there is an interaction, and I'm a great believer in doing what you can for yourself. Have you
0: noticed how well behaved I've been?
1: You've only been on air about three minutes, in fairness. So that's I'm not holding my breath.
0: All right. Okay. He's three stone overweight, dieting, lost seven pounds over the last month. Uh, For the last two weeks, he has a hot burning sensation in his lower left abdomen. His doctor dismissed it and said it was most likely his gut given out over drastic uh, diet change. Too simple a solution, he says. It's probably right.
1: I actually think he is right, but I think I'd go one step further. Um... Okay, for people who are, are looking at their own abdomens, your lower left abdomen, there's not an awful lot going on there other than your gut, other than your bowel. Okay, you're, right. if you're a woman, there is an ovary and stuff like that, and there are, you know, I'm not saying there's only that, but largely left lower abdomen is gut related. If you're if you're having pain, so that's that's a kind of a rule of thumb for us as medics. Yeah. Um one of the things that happens generally when people oh are here
0: we go now with, here we go now <laughs> this this is when nuclear again when
1: people are no when you people are trying to lose weight they, exactly they eat lots of Fruit and lots yeah. of vegetables, and the gut is probably behaving in a different manner. But an awful lot of people, the majority of the adult population of Ireland who are above sort of middle age or mid, sort of you know from my yeah. age up, have a thing called diverticulosis. Okay, so they have small little pockets that line yeah. uh, the gut that can become inflamed. And if but, this guy has shifted to a high-fibre diet, he yeah. may have some you inflammation. You could have answered
0: this five minutes ago. Although, to describe the diet as drastic, when he's only lost seven pounds in a month, is hardly drastic.
1: I'm kind of inclined to agree with you, because blokes, for a start, and this is a man, as far as we know, it isn't sounds it? sounds a bit like it. Oh, I thought we actually knew it well. But anyway, men can lose weight more rapidly than women. Yeah. And if you're three stone overweight as a man... Seven pounds is a very conservative weight loss. It's less than two pounds a week that even a woman yeah. who isn't massively overweight should any be able to old manage.
0: Egypt could lose well, two well. Pounds I didn't like week. to say, but you but know, Daniel could lose two pounds a week.
1: Two pounds a week is a very sustainable right, weight right. loss. And, and if your
0: man wants a really good diet, I'll send him the Catholic, the Catholic one. The Catholic, one. Two, Catholic diet The, the one.
1: Two constellations and a bit of fish. Oh, what is if it? You knew
0: anything about Lent and? It's one meal and two collations. Right now, the three-year-old son has asthma, a constant runny nose. He's taking inhalers every day. Three-year-olds don't get asthma, do
1: they? Three-year-olds do get asthma. I mean, if you're someone, and should be taking inhalers. Well, if they have asthma that needs to be controlled with inhalers, yes, they should. Here's the thing. Okay, first of all, someone who has asthma and has probably always has asthma was going to have had asthma as a baby, as a one-year-old, as a two-year-old, as a three-year-old. We tend not to diagnose small children with asthma that readily, simply because lots of small children who don't have asthma... Have runny noses. Have runny noses and wheeze. But this guy, we're going to take it as a given that they that they do have asthma because the, you right. know, the, the, the parent is telling us that. Well, he had
0: a number of hospitalizations. Yes,
1: yes. So is there anything else that they can do? Well, there is a load of things that you can do. First of all, if you're a constant runny nose... In addition to the inhalers, you probably need a nasal spray. Okay,
0: not well, a topical steroid nasal. Spray.
1: George, you have grown over the time we have worked together. Yes, a topical <laughs> steroid spray. But you know what else might be useful for a kid this age is a saline spray, um, a salty water it, spray. This it is a
0: three-year-old. Like I, I, I don't know. My children uh, must have been. Pretty okay growing up, like, but I feel for parents who have baby stroke young children who have illnesses because, like, what they have to go through is extraordinary. You now, my youngest daughter said to me, Pop, she said it's called parenting. <laughs> now, I'm sure it is parenting, but that doesn't mean it's not tough.
1: Oh, it is really tough. And you know what? Parents worry unbelievably about their small children and they want to do the right thing and particularly young parents with young children yeah. don't even know what the right thing is half the time because they haven't got the experience uh, yet. Yeah. So it is very difficult. I would suggest three things for this kid. One is a saline nasal spray which is just yeah. salty water to wash out and flush yeah. out the snot. Okay. Okay. Two is a little bit of Vaseline up the nose. This is a kid who has asthma. So we know that they're, they're carrying the asthma gene which means they're carrying the allergic rhinitis also known maybe as the hay fever gene too. So they're probably prone to upper airway difficulties oh, right okay on. so a bit of Vaseline up the nose is great for catching the dust and the grass and the cat okay. hair and all that and the the last thing is yes a topical steroid spray if necessary for up the nose okay. but the first thing is the saline and the Vaseline
0: Were you in Cork last week?
1: I'm uh, in mean, Cork next week, no. No,
0: because I. it sounds as if you have kissed the Blarney Stone, which gives the gift of loquaciousness, and you've never talked as much on the programme in the decades in and then, which and I have known I do know how much you
1: hate other people talking on your program yeah, You're quite right. Yeah, I do,
0: really. It's hard for me to cope with. Now, we're talking about a baby with asthma. What about kids, and all kids get colds, chills and flus during the winter. Parent wants to prevent it. Like... You can't prevent it. Children get colds, children so, flu. I was so,
1: so hoping you were going to ask me this question. Do you know why? Because what I was going to say is the best thing you can do for your child to prevent getting illnesses is, of course, vaccinate them, George. Because vaccination is the single biggest Are you suggesting you give the flu
0: vaccination to a child? You do
1: give the flu vaccination to a child, for example, if they have asthma or if they have conditions like that. No, or but this listener
0: didn't say their children. She said, he or she... To how do I protect my kids from colds, etc.? What check. vaccination, come on, what vaccination prevents a child from getting a cold? The medical profession has tried to be cured a common cold for 250 years and has failed. Okay. So here, don't tell me you can here, stop well, here, it now. Here's the thing. That's horseman
1: Here's the thing. The only thing that can fight kind of routine infections like this is your own immune system. OK, so so the viral stuff that's out there floating around in the ether, that's your own immune system. How do you support your immune system? Not through hocus pocus and nonsense, through getting enough sleep, through eating a healthy diet, through looking after yourself, through rest, food, lifestyle stuff that keeps you well. That's what you should do for your kids. And you don't need to give them supplements. You don't need to give them multivitamins and you don't need to give them... Uh, homeopathy hocus pocus none of that nonsense let's hear
0: homeopathy be hocus pocus chamomile tea and peppermint tea and all these things are not (laughs) homeopathy
1: they're not homeopathy homeopathy is a load of old Nonsense. Anyway,
0: just before we get but the to. The other this, thing that is very, yeah. very
1: important is things like the flu vaccine, even for children, All if right. they have stuff like asthma. I, I
0: got the flu vaccine in Boots in Cork, which is just by the Opera House very there. Very good. There's some fabulous people giving you the flu vaccine. The flu I vaccine. I went back is wonderful. every week for the flu <laughs> vaccine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> such
0: were such the. You'll never
1: get the flu ever again, George. <laughs> yeah,
0: but the interesting thing, and this is important, it's a word I'm learning to pronounce uh, anaphylaxic oh, uh, yeah. reaction. It's interesting when you get the flu vaccine, they say, Go over there and sit down yep. for 15 minutes. Yep. And I sort of say, What am I waiting for? Why am I sitting here? It's in case and you And they react. explain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting.
1: Yeah. Did you see in Grafton Street only recently a pharmacist dispensed an EpiPen and saved a, a girl's life there? Absolutely,
0: who had a peanut allergy. Absolutely
1: something. fantastic. Well done, that pharmacist, whoever you are.
0: All right. Now we're always saying no to Q-tips. Don't stick Q-tips we hate in Q-tips your ear. On the hook so the check. listener says, "My child's ears are always dirty. How do I clean them?" You're always saying no Q-tips. Let them get dirty. Well, yes, <laughs> I love it, George. Yes, because here's the thing, right? Let them get dirty. Your bloody
1: ears are self-cleaning, right? Yeah. We are complex, amazing, dynamic organisms. All right. And our body, a lot of the crevices and the orifices of our body clean themselves. I'm in really
0: interested in the orifices I know you are, but we,
1: we're not going there. We're talking about ears. Okay? But so many
0: orifices in your Stop body, it. you have to clean.
1: Well, you, I'm talking. You, everything needs to be cleaned in terms of hygiene, but only the outside bits. Right. Can I ask the you outside a question? bits yeah, yeah. Are what? The we outside
0: clean. bit of your ears. but can I talk about cleaning your orifice?
1: Oh dear God! No, do you ever see Crocodile I'm so sorry Dundee? Said this now. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. see? And do you remember he
0: went into the bathroom and there was a day there, yeah. and he didn't know what it was for, yeah. and then. Shouts out the window when your one has gone onto the street says, "I got it, I know what it's for why 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 do the French use B days and by and large we don't when in fact, when you think about it it's, a, it's, a, it's an area that you should clean quite carefully
1: that's totally cultural. If you go to different parts of the world, George and I know a, a, a man as well traveled as yourself has been all over the world there are different practices. For I'm, hygiene, I love
0: be the bee day. Must I sit in, turn on the hot water? Oh, it's just great. I love it. I'm slightly afraid of b days, but anyway, I am. yeah, yeah. I, oh, I think they're great. I don't know why, but I am. i listen. To, can, <clears> I can I we just say about the
1: ear, though? Just come back yeah. to the ear. The little, if you put your finger on top of the little dip that sticks on the outside of your ear, and I, we're both yeah, doing yeah, it right yeah, now, George, yeah, yeah. and we look ridiculous, but. That's the basin that catches the wax that falls out of your ear. And all you need to do is wipe that area. And that's all you need to do. Don't go in there. Let the wax come out and wipe the external ear only. Please don't use Q-tips.
0: Don't use Q-tips. Dirt is good for you. Dirt is nearly always good for you. Now, what's the best surgery? I want to take this question. Go for it. What's the best surgery for varicose veins? Uh, My consultant said to look it up on the internet. I just don't believe that. I don't believe it. He's 62 this fella our pal like we have legs that people would die for you
1: and I have Betty Grable that's who I meant Betty Grable the greatest
0: legs in Hollywood
1: doesn't compare to you and I doesn't compare
0: to you Sean Sean O'Neill give him a ring but there are I also
1: read that and went my consultant said to look it up on the internet and And I have to say if he did what's the answer to that Leave him. Yes, that's the answer. <laughs> leave him. That can't be the answer. Oh, look it up on the internet. Go to Sean
0: O'Neill. He's and great. And just
1: for this person, because they do want a bit. Yeah. Not everyone can go to Sean O'Neill, and not everyone Why can't. They? Well, because they don't live in Dublin, for example. Oh yeah, we're
0: well, well, getting go trained. away and call people. He's sixty-two. If he waits three more there years, be there are other able to come very, very good vascular guys
1: around the country too. But here's the thing: there are loads of different types of vascular surgery. There are laser types. That's there the best. Are, there are, you know, open surgery. You may or may not be suitable for one or the other, depending on the kind but of varicose veins you have. You
0: go, to be fair, Sean Neal is only one, but you go to the, to the varicose vein doctor. You do. He does it. I mean, it's a simple operation now, it's a day procedure.
1: It is, and it's well worth having it done because it relieves yeah. a, a lot pal
0: of p- I know, who I play golf with had the worst varicose veins in the world. I've seen really it, bad it, ones. It, it looked as if he had knotted rope inside his calves. Listen, we have to go. But this predictive text thing, right? Um, the the Oh, yeah. A 16-year-old son getting pain in his Testicle. He
1: must be checked, George. Okay, oh, yeah. very briefly, because I know we're running out of time. Pain in the testes is not normal, okay? And Correct. what can be happening, particularly because this is happening after exercise, is sometimes that testy is twisting slightly. Yeah. The testy hangs on the epididymis. It hangs on a piece I of know. grizzle. If it twists and it cuts off the blood supply, you will lose a testicle. I have seen it happen to patients.
0: If you have um, pain you must stories? get, can you must get checked can I tell my story do. great hooker in New Zealand palamine when he was a young boy, yeah. he got kicked in the testicles, a lot of pain, ignored it yeah, yeah, yeah. and he is impotent. He, he's married but impotent because he didn't do anything about it well, what, so what if you, mean you were infertile pay- I'm if sure. you were pay- in, well, infertile yeah. He's well, lost a test, test. Impotent is
1: different, is it? It's erectile dysfunction. It's an old word we don't use. But, anyway, but I'm impotent, but we're s- I'm oh, impotent,
0: geez. but not infertile. Is that what you're no saying? I
1: have no idea. Um, but, no, no, we're, we have to stay on the, on but the point. But I'm staying on it. It's incredibly so serious. No, no, so absolutely. get it checked out. Please, and I'm don't so glad we got to that us. question because... You must get that check right. because you could lose a testy.
0: I think. I think since you've kissed the Blarney Stone, your linguistic skills have improved so much on the program. It's Dr. Kira Kelly. It's the Hook Health Checkup on Mondays. You send your questions to five three one zero six. cost 30 cents. If you're totally unhappy with what you're getting here, you have the option of uh, the uh, Sunday show with Kira Kelly, oh, yes. which is called
1: Alive and Kicking. M-
0: Alive and kicking.
1: 9 a.m. Sunday mornings. 9 a.m. Mornings. to 10? 9 to 10. Get 9, out 10, of the scratcher.
0: Kira Kelly. Alive and kicking. Mostly kicking, lessly <laughs> alive. All right, more next Monday.